Welcome to the Vibrant Humans Podcast. I'm Sarah Wittry, a wife, mom to four, and a full-time hospice and palliative medicine physician. Having navigated the challenges of chronic stress and anxiety for years, I've been on a transformative journey toward greater well-being and empowerment for myself and fellow professional working moms. As a certified life and wellness coach, I am passionate about sharing mind and body-based tools to help us connect more deeply with ourselves, with others, and the world. Join me each week as we unlock the keys to living a life aligned with our own unique core values and highest priorities. I'm so glad that you're here. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Vibrant Humans podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Wittry. I am so glad that you're here, and I am popping in to record this on Friday morning here before work, actually, um, because it's just been a little bit of a chaotic week. Uh, We've had some kids' birthdays and some stuff. I've just been a little bit um, unusually busy at work and getting back into the hospital uh, rotation and things like that. So it's just been some some things going on um, that led me to be a little bit off on my schedule. But I am trying to, you know, practice what I talk about and um, implement it to myself. So just offering myself kindness and, you know, knowing that it's not have to be perfect scheduling all the time. And sometimes things are gonna life's gonna throw wrenches in your plans, and that that is okay and nothing has gone wrong. So today. Um, I just wanted to reflect on some of these uh, things that I keep seeing as I've been having a lot of conversations with working moms lately, Um, particularly, you know, about the challenges of us all of us are just on this journey of trying to find this balance that seems pretty elusive, uh, balancing high level careers and businesses um, with this you know, desire to be a good parent and have good relationships with our kids and our and our spouses. Um, I think it can often feel like this battle or, you know, tug of war that we can't possibly win or get ahead on, um, that this balance maybe doesn't even exist. And I find that it's reassuring to realize, you know, when we have these conversations with, um, with other working moms that I'm not alone and that is validating and helpful. Um, but I've just been really, really struck for a while now about just how busy we all are and how overwhelmed we spend so much of our time feeling and just how this contributes to, you know, our kind of sense of chronic stress and all the mental load that we carry and really does impact our overall um, sense of life satisfaction and enjoyment and just ability to be content. Um, and this strikes me a lot because, you know, during my uh, work day, I'm talking to patients all the time who are um, dealing with a terminal illness and at the end of their lives. And so many of them reflect on you know, how they live their lives, the things that they're the proudest of, the things that they regret. Um, And I would say that, you know, it always makes me pause when they talk about how they wish that they would have had more courage to live a life that was more in line with like what they truly want and what they desired and not living for other people's priorities. Um, And I think that, you know, this sense of what we're chasing after 
becomes kind of like a moving target sometimes because um, we achieve one goal or get to some point that we were really really looking forward to getting to like our kids getting to school or us getting a certain promotion or something but then it all is you know I think our, our human nature is to look ahead to the next thing and so at some point you know it just can really really prevent us when we're in this cycle uh, it prevents us from that ability to be present where we are and feel that contentment um, so I'm so interested in this in this uh, learning and reading and listening to get in as much information and kind of the science behind this um, as particularly as it applies to working women and working moms um, and just kind of you know really unpacking how the pace of our life affects us so much um, all of the kind of unspoken uh, mental burdens that we carry um, and that deal with you know our chronic stress and how our bodies kind of adapt to this stress um, involves you know a lot of inner exploration and I am really excited to keep talking about this topic as well as just tools and practices to better help us understand ourselves um, kind of our patterns and more um, unconscious patterning and habits as well as just you know how the stress that we have and we've accumulated gets stored up in our bodies and it really it has nowhere to go right we're just kind of additive and we're not really releasing the pressure valve very often so to speak um, and so it has been exciting to learn about some really really effective ways to better cope with that chronic stress and just all the things that life throws at us um, with some proactive tools and also reactive tools and practices um, because the reality is you know we need these things we need to do this work and it's so so important um, because unless we're somehow managing to you know quit our jobs live in a remote island um, not have parenting or family responsibilities or anything right uh, the reality is that these things are going to keep coming and so to equip ourselves with the understanding doing some of the inner work um, and just knowing that you know there are ways to help us move through our days and our lives and feel more empowered I think is really something I am passionate about because this is our life um, and so yeah I think as we move into this please know that you know I, I want us all to really understand that it's not a luxury to do this work or have you know spend time thinking about these things or doing some of our own um, inner work on them because if we're not putting ourselves on our list usually we're not uh, and it's really really going to have adverse effects for um, our health all the all the forms of our health so our physical health and our mental health, our emotional health, and of course this is going to lead to um, reduced quality of life and relationships. So today I just wanted to kind of give an overview of some common signs of chronic stress and how, they, how that shows up in our bodies and our um, behaviors and that sort of thing. And I am pretty sure that most of us have heard these, all, these things before. Um, but if you're like me, you know, when you read an article or see, come across something, you 
either kind of glance at it and then move on to the next thing or you make a note to like come back and say oh yeah I do kind of resonate with that I should probably take a look at that or you know see where I could um, create a little bit more space or that kind of thing but ironically you know most of us feel like we're, we're too busy we don't have time or space to really take a closer look at this so I'm hoping that these few minutes in this podcast at least it can be a chance for us to um, tune in to ourselves and make ourselves a priority um, so there's literally hundreds of signs and symptoms we could talk about that reflect you know a, a system that is overloaded with chronic stress But today, I'll just focus on a few of the categories, um, being sensory processing, physical signs, and behavioral signs, and encourage you to pay attention to these things and just see if you see yourself in any of them. Um, I don't love the term, you know, red flags to look out for because I think it makes us get kind of automatically anxious or worried or worst case scenario. Um, But I think, you know, we can definitely think of them as warning signs or things to just pay attention to and not to continue to just gloss over or ignore if they are coming up. Okay, so first off, the, the sensory overload piece. So this is kind of unusual. You may have heard of like sensory processing disorder, things for our kids, but it's actually also applicable to us as adults. And if we notice that we are more sensitive than usual to, you know, noises, lights, touch, that kind of thing, um, that we're maybe more easily startled just in our day-to-day environments, Um, if things like certain sounds or lighting really is irritating to us or we're noticing like more discomfort than usual with, you know, particular clothes, textures, tags, that kind of thing. These are ways that our sensory system is trying to communicate to our brains that we are um, experiencing a higher than normal level of stress. And so just start to notice if any of these things are coming up for you and if you're experiencing them. Um, that can be a clue that, you know, your, your stress bucket is a bit too full. Um, physically we can, there's all sorts of things literally from head to toe that can be signs or symptoms that our body is, um, too chronically activated and is trying to communicate to us that we need to slow down or make some changes. And those things include things like body aches or pains, like, you know, an area of tension or, um, just aches and pains really that don't go away. Um, many people experience this in chronic headaches or, you know, tension headaches, um, neck pain, shoulder pain, uh, hip pain, all sorts of things, low back pain. Um, these can all be, you know, reasons that our body's communicating with us about our stress as well as GI issues. So like anything from indigestion, heartburn, bloating, um, IBS type symptoms, Uh, super, super common, also signs of stress. Um, You know, trouble with sleeping, so anything from like insomnia, having trouble going to sleep, waking up in the middle of the night and not being able to sleep again, Um, or just, you know, not feeling refreshed at all during the day, even if you've had plenty of sleep. Um, Those are all clues as well to look out for. Um, Things like really wildly fluctuating hormones and mood changes um, that can relate to your periods and your cycles, 
those are also ways that, you know, your body is communicating to you. Um, the last one to mention in this category is just that your immune system seems to be weaker than usual and that like, you know, you're just getting sick easier, you're catching all the stuff that your kids are bringing home and you're just not recovering as quickly as you usually would. Um, so these are all, you know, physical things that we want to not just overlook or explain away, but that we want to pay attention to as, you know, if we don't, don't clue into them, um, this can lead to more severe health issues in the longer run. And then lastly, for behavior kind of warning signs. So this is really, really common as well, um, but you could easily attribute these things to, um, you know, the situation or not getting enough sleep, et cetera, et cetera. So it's easy to explain a lot of these away. But if we are finding ourselves to be more irritable, edgy, um, we're feeling like really spaced out or disconnected, we are busying ourselves and kind of always um, finding small things to keep ourselves busy or distract ourselves. Um, if we're procrastinating, you know, things that really need to get done and we're, but we're busying ourselves with all sorts of other things that are like easier to check off the list, but not really um, the highest priority things for us. Uh, these are all things to uh, clue into our kind of state of emotional well-being. And then, you know, people-pleasing tendencies. Um, this is often a response that we use when we're very stressed and activated um, because we're just trying to essentially keep the peace and keep people happy and satisfied around us. Um, the other common one is just, you know, our coping mechanisms. If we're turning to some of our more unhelpful coping mechanisms more often, um, things like eating, drinking, you know, scrolling, um, those types of things, online shopping, these are all um, just things to watch for, not things to shame ourselves for, but things to watch for in terms um, kind of see, you know, where our stress capacity is at and how we are doing. Um, behavior changes, you know, they really, really do offer us so much insight into emotional well-being. One of the things I always say and you know, repeat to myself and my, my family all the time is just like behavior is a clue, right? There's always, always, always explanations for behaviors. And that doesn't just go for our kids. It goes for us too. So if we're noticing some of these behaviors, this is probably indicating some sort of stress, overwhelm, you know, imbalance, and, you know, invites us to reevaluate where we're at. Um, and even if we're not aware of the reasons behind our actions and they are kind of buried in our subconscious, um, if you're finding yourself resonating with some or many of these different sensory signs, behavioral and physical warning signs, then I just want to first acknowledge that you're not alone and know that support is available and remind ourselves that the first step in any type of change, particularly something we want to stick, um, usually always involves with, or usually always starts with awareness. So becoming more aware and in tune with what's going on in your body and your mind and just using those as awareness tools are really, really the first places to start in this work. Um, so just asking yourself like, what are the results that I'm getting now? And do I like all those results? How do I feel? How do I want to feel? 
you know, what do I want to feel more of? Some of these questions and just explorations that I've done with myself and continue to come back to are things that I talk to so many people about as just little tiny illumination lights that are just illuminating a little bit more of your path and kind of helping you to see where you are and then evaluating where do you want to go from here, right? Where are you at in some area of your life? Um, and where would you like to be? And then there's so much work along the way to help us to get there um, and to live more of our time in a way that we feel more in line and in tune with ourselves and our core values and just what our actual greatest priorities are. So in closing today, I just want to, you know, invite you to think about prioritizing your well-being and why that matters and why you might want to, you know, use this time, why the time might be now to take this initiative to make yourself your first priority. If you are kind of listening, nodding along, maybe resonating with some of this and find yourself saying, yep, yep, that's nice, that's great, you know, but I, I just don't have the time or the space right now in my life, then I would challenge you that I'm talking especially to you, right? The ones, those of us that don't feel like we can even slow down for a few minutes to be able to um, do some of this work and consider some of these things and how they're showing up in our lives, those are the ones that I'm most worried about and most want to, um, you know, reach you. And I am excited to announce I've been working in the background here for a while on a membership for professional working moms who just feel exhausted and feel stretched too thin, constantly feel guilty or inadequate for not showing up how they want to in their lives, you know, how they want to be at work or at home, and just sort of that chronic sense of not enough. Um, I'm going to be putting a link in the show notes and if that's you and you want more of a framework and a community to do the work in and just tools that are powerful to help you feel more capable, more connected, more present and more in control of your time and your energy as a working mom, then click that link so you can get on the wait list for the emails and you'll be the first to know when that membership is ready and open. Um, I'm so excited to continue to teach you what I've learned on a deeper and more personalized level. And I just know firsthand, you know, how much of the work that I've done personally has been um, expedited and just been, you know, turbocharged when it's been done in community. It's been a thousand percent more powerful and um, effective and uh, like long lasting um, when it's been in a community the last few years. And I've been involved in several different group coaching programs for women, um, and they've literally been the biggest catalysts in my own growth and journey. So having that container to help you to implement and take action on all the things that you're learning, because we don't usually need more information, right? We need to clue in and dial in on the information that's most helpful and important for us as unique people and then to implement and make the changes and take the actions that will shift um, how we feel and how we show up. And so I'm really excited to be able to bring this type of support to more of you to work in a closer, um, more intimate way in this way. 
Um, but that is all for today. Just wanted to give you a sneak peek. Um, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Please don't forget to subscribe in whatever podcast um, app that you are listening to in and share this episode with others you think might resonate. Um, I wish you all a beautiful rest of your week, and I am sending you hope and healing and ease. Bye for now.